Hey everyone, Daniel here. So in this episode, I'm going to be taking a look at data science at a very, very high level. I've always been interested in data science and I never really gotten into it and I don't think I will for a little while because I have <laughs> tons of projects I need to get done in the meantime. But I mean, I am interested. I like to learn more and I'm going to take this time uh, to take, um, take a look get my feet wet and kind of learn more about what data science is and all that fun stuff <laughs> um, so you know um, I, I'm talking a bit about what is data science what does it look like in a cloud uh, what applications there are I'm going to look at um, um, effective um, Maybe not effective, but just just basic machine learning models, and I'm going to look at um, some salaries. I'm going to check the internets to see what some of the salaries are. I know it's pretty high for some places and pretty low for some places, and I'm going to do some research on that. And I want to share that today. Um, so you know, I'm not a professional data scientist or anything like that. I'm just really interested in AI, machine learning. Um, all this, uh, you know, augmented and virtual reality type stuff. And now I'm looking at data science and it's just really interesting to me. I'm looking at data um, in terms of business and industry, how to, um, you know, use big data, how to map it, how to do various things like that. What the, what's the impact of it uh, locally as well as internationally. Um Lots of uh, interesting things. It's it's such a growing field, and I, I feel um, like I really want to get into this, but I I really don't see the possibility of this. But I still want to learn about it, just like I learn about things I don't really, you know, use on a daily daily basis, right? Um, so you know, kind of like a life hack, I guess, but not necessarily. So anyway, I'm rambling. The point is, I'm going to look at data science. I want to do an episode on that, and uh, I'm going to, yeah, just share what I find. And uh, some of this stuff is dated, some of it is from the internet, and uh, and I I love to hear if anyone out there is doing data science and has some you know wants to be interviewed or wants to contribute or just give me some um, pointers or feedback, comments or suggestions in terms of where to look, what to do. Uh, I have been exploring on YouTube uh, for the last few years, but never really jumped in. Um, um, anyway, I'll get more to that later on. So this is by way of introduction, data science, what is it? And then I'll do another episode, I guess, later on about big data. And, um, yep. So let's jump in and take a look at what is data science. I guess my definition of it, you know, I'm not, once again, I'm not an expert on this, but my definition is basically um, taking data and turning them into products. As a developer, um, software engineer, I think that there's so much data out there right now that, um, that you, you can turn data into products, services, and sell them. So I'm always thinking of, you know, the entrepreneurial part of this, how to sell things, how to, 
you know um promote it market it you know uh, turn it into products so i think the best thing to me anyway uh my, my takeaway is is data science is is uh turning products i mean turning data into products right um and data science is is how we do that like it's, it's a science it is uh, something that can be repeated and um and I, uh, anyway i'm going to you know talk a bit about uh what is data science <laughs> uh where it comes from and how do you, you know how do you use data to tell stories and how do you do it at scale and then maybe what is a data science I mean, what is a data scientist so data science is uh, basically like I said, uh, on the web anyway, we, we use data to create products. Uh, whether it could be a uh, you know a CMS like a content management system, it could be you know just data crunching, calculating things for you know real estate people, mortgage, realtors, uh, accountants, stuff like that. So taking data and then crunching it, and with the governments now getting into open data. Um, opening up the data um, all around the world so there's, there's obviously more and more data which is more or less big data which is something I'm going to get into in the future but right now I'm talking about data as in you know it could include big data um, but data scientists basically takes all this data uh, aggregate it and then create something we call you know data driven apps right so that's my perspective of this obviously is is limited and uh, I'm, I'm once again open to other people giving me their definitions and this is just my take on this right and this is really my excuse just to get into data science uh, in terms of podcasting researching and just getting into get, getting my feet wet so um, you know uh, anyway so you know we have seen big truths uh like in 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 various companies like I, I we talk about you know google and how they use um google's uh ranking system the page rank to do seo and i i do holographic seo so i'm really um, um quite acquainted with this google's page rank and all the updating that they do all the time with, with the algorithms um so you know i guess to start with what I know basically is is Google's uh, page rank algorithms and how it works and I don't know all the details obviously I don't work with Google uh, on this but um, basically tracking links links comes in and out you know inbound outbound links and the page rank basically is, 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 is how the company Google has been so successful for such a long time and now it's obviously alphabet but you know um big data data like that like and, and i'm looking into how google is using data because you know google is like the best example in my mind of how they use data and it's, it's kind of like it blows people's minds sometimes uh, the things that they don't even know what google is doing so spell check for example when you type into google spell check you know that is all um that's all data science really like and and then now with machine learning and being able to recognize pictures images 
and uh, you know with Google Photos and Pixel and and you know translations, it is all started. I mean, started off maybe maybe with spell check and you know did you mean this? Did you mean that? Right. So, it's spell check is not really a big big problem anymore. But suggesting correct correct uh, spelling. Uh, <laughs> Um, or, or you know fixing people's misspelled searches and asking them do you mean this do you mean that and that, in that sense it's almost like they're, they're building up this whole data science um, foundation so the more you use Google the more accurate it gets the more accurate it gets and you know it's not more it's not more than a dictionary it becomes like you can ask it for algorithm you can ask it for um um all kinds of stuff like it could be math it could be you know abbreviations it could be misspelled words it could be all kinds of different things even like bible verses and, and what what have you right so it's it, it, it knows the context it's getting to understand the context is still quite a far away off i've been testing obviously you know since i do holographic seo i've been testing uh google all the time and and there's sometimes some searches they still miss it completely like uh, what i'm trying to get at uh, I was asking this question yesterday, um, and and they just couldn't get give me the answer I was looking for. Like, it's it's, it's still a bit way off in terms of context and understanding the 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 spirit of the question. Anyway, um, they're doing a good job, and now with speech recognition, uh, like I said, machine learning, speech recognition, uh, all these things. It's and then now with uh, deep learning and uh, being able to beat like the best. Uh, Go player in the world, um, so I'm just looking at data in the sense like all the different data that we can can. From what from what I know, Google like you can look at trends. You can look at you know, you can do all kinds of stuff. And trends is a big use of data because they actually aggregate all this data and you can you can figure out through the data like what is the trend. And lots of people in e-commerce, anyway, they, we, they, we, you know, we use big data and data uh, to analyze and to figure out what is going to be the big expected thing, like spinners and you know, like fidget cubes and fidget circles and this this kind of stuff, right? And and all kinds of uh, things. So obviously, I'm just talking about Google, but there's also Facebook, there's also LinkedIn, there's also all these other places you can, you know, obviously, um, you know, Amazon and Alibaba, places like that where you can actually get so much data that is is embedded into it, especially if you look at the source code. <laughs> you can, and you look at all the JSON stuff, you can get so much more data, all the APIs that they give you, like, it's, it's so, oh man. Anyway, I'm, I don't want to get too much into that. I've been, I mean, exploring, um uh graph uh what's it called again graph um graph anyway um yeah i've been looking at um a few other things to, to look at apis and how the next version of apis are so you know like uh let me let me just is uh graph ql i think yeah yep graph ql the query language um yeah so oh so you know hopefully graphql is is uh does a better job i mean it really does a better job and it might actually kill the rest api but maybe not i don't think i don't think it will anyway i'm i'm 
I'm digressing again. So, um, big data. So I'm going to do another section about where it comes from, and I'm going to maybe, um, yeah, I want to break this down to a few sections. So this is the end of this section, I, I guess. Hopefully, they've gotten a bit good idea of what big data. Oh, sorry, what, um, uh, not big data. <laughs> what data science is is basically analyzing all this data. Right, so where does data come from? The thing is, everyone creates data, um, whether you know it or not. You know, by if you have location, even if you don't have location on, uh, on your device, uh, yeah, even if you don't have location turned on on your mobile device or your phone, you still get, uh, you know. Just tracking data, and um, if you have something on your wrist to 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 to, um, to keep track of your heartbeat, to to monitor your heartbeat, or to uh, track how many steps you take a day, you know, with Fitbit and all this, um, you know, um, um, devices, um, or even if you if you go jogging and you want to track how far you ran and how much calories you might have burned. Um, those are all data, and these are all just your personal data, right? Uh, where you are specifically in, in the location uh, of the world through GPS, and um, and then you know how much you eat, how much you weigh, your heartbeat, your glucose level, your insulin levels, and and what have you, right? So all these are little data, and then obviously uh, if you go to see a doctor, there's all this data about your health. That is additional, like you know, um, medication, um, blood tests, you know, hemoglobin levels, blood white blood cells, etc. Um, so lots and lots of data. Every time you walk around, breathe, um, every time your heart beats, it's all data. Uh, and, and whether it's measured, measured or not, let's not talk about that necessarily. But so in terms of being on a computer, once you turn it on, you know, you're on the internet, you're browsing different websites, this is all data. Uh, so data is everywhere. You can't really escape it. Um, and now it's getting more and more... Um, um, People are basically tracking it more and more, right? The government is tracking you, web servers, ISPs, um, business people, uh, marketing people, um, all kinds of people are, are basically trying to um, to track and measure and capture all this data through your phone, through your TV, through uh, your car, how fast you drive, how slow you drive, etc. Whatever it is, data is it's just it's just flooding there's so much data right and um it's just it's overwhelming and this data if if it's put together in a very uh succinct way uh can inform people's decisions you can actually figure out what a person likes through the data um it may not be completely accurate but it gives you a good indication would this person buy you know this shirt versus that shirt or you know this uh, computer versus that computer is he a Mac guy or is he a, like a, a Linux guy or a, P a PC guy Windows or you know Linux or Ubuntu or any other thing so uh, um, and even even what you search like search <laughs> um, is, is a big indicator of what kind of stuff you are interested in whether you're interested in fashion or f how to cook food or how to prepare um, you know, 
food or uh, desserts or where you want to go hiking or where you want to go for your vacation what kind of flight you want to take uh, all this is all data um, so I remember in a long long time ago <laughs> when uh, we had floppy disks and uh, and that was like my first uh, um, introduction to data because data is stored in this floppy disk like a 1.44 one of those big floppy disks um, and then we had like zip disks and uh, then we had like you know CDs and then DVDs <clears throat> and then VCDs and all this other stuff uh, was <clears throat> was quite a adventure <clears throat> and then you know we had obviously we had the internet the internet came around and and then the world really just exploded with data and and people started to really really want to capture data so um uh, there's, there's all kinds of ways to capture data and, and to analyze it. There's the HBase with Hadoop and there's Cassandra. There's like, you know, you can, like, if you just think about all those websites, all the social media websites, like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+, uh, Reddit, you know, um, all these different websites that are actually capturing data, analyzing data, serving data through a database. And... Um, and you know the MySQL and the NoSQL databases and all that other fun big stuff. Uh, data is, is really useful if you can kind of uh, parse it and and analyze it. Um, but right now I think there's just a big flood of of uh, of data everywhere, and um, I don't even know. I, I really want to get into this. Like I said, I really want to get into this. I've been reading about like reduce map, sorry map reduce and um, Hadoop and all these uh, great things. And I know people who've been working on this for a few years now. Like they told me to get into it a few years ago. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, maybe like five years ago. Um, maybe more than that. Maybe ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, like, if I've gotten in back then, like, my life would be so different now, but, you know, like, looking at Amazon's Elastic, um, um, Cloud and MapReduce and all these different things and, and, you know, it's just, just amazing, like, the, the EC2 clusters, uh, the processors and, and now with the, with the GPUs that are out there, um, Anyway, I, I'm just trying... <laughs> um, I think... Let me just end here because it's... Uh, I, I just... Uh, too much things is going on in my mind right now. I just need to stop and take a break and then I'll come back and I'll maybe talk a bit more about um, how, how, do we make, how do we make sense out of data. Right, in this section of the podcast, I guess, I want to talk a bit about how to make data make sense. Uh, or maybe not really make sense as in dollars and cents, but how do you make it make sense? Like, how do you make it tell a story? Um, how do you understand the narrative of data? Because, like I said, there's all this data that's out there and that you're producing data all the time all the time on the computer often offline online um, but it's just data right if there's, there's no real rhyme and reason or meaning necessarily unless you kind of put it together and make it make sense and make it tell a story uh, I guess that's the best example 
So as a developer, um, uh, I, I deal with data a lot in terms of APIs, right? Um, APIs basically is, is one way to access uh, data from other people's um, like basically closed systems. You can access closed systems uh, information through API. And um, one of the examples I was thinking of was uh, just the weather, the weather network, or just um, there's a website. There's a website called Open Weather Map, and basically you can you can try the APIs for free. And I just want to give you a little idea of of all the data that's out there. Not not all the data that's out there, but the data that's on this uh, open weather map, and uh, they open the API so that you can actually use it for your own uh, use, and um, basically you can use it for free, or you can you know it does a paid plan as well. But the main thing is the API is, is how you can access all this information that they have that they are they, they want to share with you. They have um, two hundred thousand cities around the world and you can actually get data uh, in terms of weather data of all these locations so you can check the current location uh, okay it's based on the current location you can check the current weather out there like and uh, it, it basically is updated all the time by 400 sorry 40,000 plus weather stations and it's data is uh, if you understand what what JSON is or XML or HTML format basically the data is freely available through the API if you know how to use the API you can also do like five day or three hour forecasts or 16 day of daily forecasts uh, you can look at historical data like you can find out where was it raining in Paris back in you know April 15 19 92 for example right you can check out historical data um, and then you can always look at uh, basically 37,000 plus cities around the world the, the, I think the data is, is, is like you can go up up to five years ago and I think this is paid it's like the his, historical data is, is a paid model and then you can obviously check the, the weather map layers you can check different layers like you know Open layers, Google Maps, Direct House, uh, leaflets. Uh, you can use a mobile, whatever, right? So basically, UV index. You can check different weather stations. You can check uh, agricultural information, air pollution uh, data, as well as weather alerts. So I mean, that's just a very broad view of what you can access in terms of data and this is data across the whole world right this data you can check data based on zip code based on geographic um, um, coordinates uh, like longitude and latitude and then you can also check by city names or city id if you know what the ids are you can check you can you can get information about cloud precipitation uh, wind speeds sea level pressure temperature etc and um, it's just I mean, it's more than there's, there's more than enough data there for a lifetime. Um, and so, like I said, today I was exploring a bit about. I've been looking into GraphQL, which is basically a query language for APIs. So if you use this GraphQL, uh, you can actually like pass. The, inf the information that's coming in through the APIs and you don't have to get you don't have to like load all the information it will just get whatever you're looking for in terms of um, data so and making data 
make a sense and make, tell a story. Basically, you, I think the, the best way is to visualize it. Um, I mean, visualizing data is 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 one of the biggest uh, things out there. I I think, and I love to see beautiful images of data, not just in t- in terms of uh, infographics, but just uh, just seeing how data is represented, um, and then looking for patterns in 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 um, in all kinds of data, and uh, I've I've dabbled with R, which was a uh, like simplified graphic package back in the day, and then um, and obviously you know like IBM has a really good uh, way of. Uh, of collecting as well as uh, displaying data and obviously you know Google has their own way of displaying data and uh, uh, yeah so data like I said it, it doesn't there's so much data out there it doesn't really make sense uh, unless you have a way of visualizing it seeing it understanding it interpreting 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 it uh, making it make sense basically make it make like get the information that you need and look at like chart the patterns graph it and maybe you can see like the patterns and um so i guess this is where big data gets married to um um data science i guess the happy marriage is there and um once again there's, there's so much preparatory sources out there um uh, but I know that governments are now opening up the data uh, more and more, and then some hospitals as well, like they do, you know, sanitize it, right? So that there's no personal information. But basically, you can see how many people have uh, cancer, and and uh, what does what is uh, what is currently being done in terms of research, and um, I think there's a lot of data that that um, that would we really really helpful it's just that right now we haven't we've we just only begun to dig it i mean i know people who have done it for 10 years now but they've only been doing it uh on a more corporate level but you know like now that we have information from governments hospitals um and all this other all this other like organizations that are opening up their data streams i think we can move forward in terms of science in terms of data in terms of uh uh, marketing, business, logistics, uh, uh, rapid, um, yeah, so all kinds of different things. Uh, and just my example of the weather was overwhelming uh, for me because if I'm just looking at the data, I'm like, wow, I don't need all this data. I just need certain things. That's why I'm using GraphQL. Anyway, so let's, uh, I guess we'll do one more section about data scientists and what data scientists are. And then uh, I'll wrap it up for today. Okay, so data scientists. This is, I think, the most interesting part of this um, of this podcast because I found a lot of material about this. And data scientists are like really, really smart interesting people that are really that could also be really dull and boring um, but they anyway uh, let's not let's not <laughs> let's not paint a target okay so 
data scientists basically, you know, they obviously they deal with data science, and um, it's it's not an easy field to get into. It's not just uh, uh, it's not as simple as just being a computer scientist or uh, going to school for computer science, and um, you also need to understand mathematics and how to turn the, the, the data, the math and the science into a piece of art. Like I said, visual, visualizing it so that it makes sense, it tells a story. Um, and from my research, it seems like uh, people who, um, who are really good at uh, doing what I just said are the best, sci- are the best data scientists. And um, uh, according to some people at Facebook and LinkedIn, the best data scientists are really people who are in in the hard sciences, like the the, the maths or, or the, the the hard science, like um, like chemistry, biology, you know, physicists, uh, physics, etc. So, someone. I think someone said that the best ones are actually physicists because uh, they they actually understand math really well. They have a mathematical background and they also have computing skills and ability to understand uh, data as well as to uh, they're also very disciplined, very disciplined and trying to squeeze as much data as possible out of the data, right? Um, because most of these people, like uh, if you think about them, they they get grants from the governments to do research and they need to to use the data that they have collected and make it uh, tell a story and make it uh, make sense basically because you can't just throw it away and then start over again so data is very important to them and they need to be creative in how do they you know uh, use the data to to to, to uh, do the research so uh, I'm not saying that only physicists can be data scientists because anyone can if you're really interested in this and you, you start young and, and whatever, that you can actually get into data science. Um, but the best ones are, uh, according to some people, physicists. Physicists seem to be the best ones so far um, because, you know, like for reasons, or the reasons I just provided. Um, so the main other big thing is like you have to be able to see the big picture, right? You need to be able to see the narrative and then to, to you know, explain um, using data. So, um, I came across a, an, a, a, uh, um, an example where the people were um, creating recommendations. So, recommendation engines like, um, like Amazon or Netflix or, um, or Facebook, you know, recommending friends, recommending people to you, people you may know. Like, that's not very easy to do. You think it's, it's less like, oh, they just see who your friends are and then they just tell you, hey, why don't you just be friends with this friend's friend, right? It's actually not that easy. Uh, there's lots of data. You have to collect lots of data. Uh, usually, that's already in a database. So, they have to actually not just take gather the data which is there, but they have to actually take it out and then parse it and understand it and try to interpret it and then uh, provide the best solution, answer, or recommendation in this case. So, um, basically, they have to massage it and make it make sense. Uh, they have to put it through various filters and and what have you. So, okay, let me jump ahead and talk about uh, data scientists who are entrepreneurs. So, they have 
they have um, intre- entrepreneurs who have interest in data science are also a really unique um, set of people in terms of um, of um, uh, you know so there's the hard science the, the physicists the, the computer scientists data scientists the people that are really you know, into data, but there's also the entrepreneur who wants to take the data and and turn it into a product, right? <laughs> like I said, you know, you can start some, you can start a business with almost any kind of data. Um, if you if you understand data and you take data and you kind of understand and you see the gaps and you see what the market is lacking, uh, you can turn it into a product if you uh, uh, if if you have that kind of uh, tendency to be an entrepreneur. So. Um, I think that's a big part of um, of how uh, if you look at if you look at all the different car data out there and um, and you see what is missing in the car market or in the automobile market, you could actually create something um, from the data and you can either sell it or you can actually create a business out of it. Um, Especially what's happening right now with Tesla, I think there's lots of uh, things we can learn from that as a data scientist. Um, and anyway, so let me just zoom out of that and and say that data scientists, you know, that every major company now has a data scientist uh, department or data scientist uh, person who is the head of the data science department. So Google, Amazon, you know, uh, LinkedIn for sure, uh, Facebook, uh, all those different companies uh, i'm sure pinterest has something too as well as se and you know um godaddy and all those other places i'm sure they have a data science department and they're looking at all the data streams coming in just like netflix looking at what people are watching how, how much they watch how long they watch for did they repeat something did they watch it over and over again did they watch the same movie twice uh what kind of device are they on of that a tv a mobile phone a tablet or a laptop on a netbook or a chromebook for example yeah they, they analyze all that kind of stuff and then they, they check where you are in the world where you your you know ip address and all this fun stuff so data mining <laughs> on their on their end of things because you know you're paying them also but then they're also mining data from you your personal data and um i'm sure this is not just for netflix i'm not trying to scare people about netflix but i'm saying that your personal data as well your biology your 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 location your your uh the way you go to work how do you go to work the way you drive the you know speed the mileage the gas consumption all kinds of stuff it's all data that is being analyzed and uh will well, someone will come up with a product for that. Okay, so that concludes my look into data science. I uh, understand today was a bit longer than usual, and I, I'm going to try to figure out how to make it not as long and comprehensive. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, leave a comment, um, subscribe. Obviously, tell other people about this. Uh, I'm just, I'm just one guy looking at data and trying to understand it and looking at data science and trying to you know i'm just trying to i'm just observing right now right i'm not into it i'm not a data scientist but i have some technical knowledge and some understanding of the concepts and um and i just want to visualize data i i'm more of a data visualization what is that yeah so i'm more interested in visualizing data and then communicate data and to understand data right because there's so much data out there and um i think it's it's important skill it's a very important skill to be able to 
take data uh, and then to you know analyze it and then visualize it and then extract the value that 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 um, that is in the data by by processing it you know massaging it trying to get it to tell a story to understand the data and then to communicate it um, I need to work on the, on some of these things obviously this is my you know my goal and I may not even get into the data science directly. I may not ever become a data scientist, but it's just something I'm interested in because data is, it's 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 uh it's like it's like the oxygen that we live on, right? Like we are breathing in and out. We're breathing in and out air, and air is kind of like data, you know, air and data, and uh, that's 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 gonna be another episode. But basically. Data is everywhere. Is is everything you're doing, everything, every word you're saying, everything you're thinking, doing, feeling, is all data. Whether it's analyzed or uh, processed or, or understood or extracted or you know put in a database somewhere or you know being communicated or being visualized, um, whatever it is, data is is everywhere, and uh, we need to um, you know um, understand that and then to 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 obviously um, you know be responsible in terms of the data that we produce we we we, we um, process as well as um, you know up whether we input or output data like we need to be responsible that's my main thing okay thanks for joining me for this uh, episode uh, follow me on uh, social media at Diano Lim and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.